This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome, everybody, to ACC Football and Beyond. It is Tuesday, January 28th, as we move along through this week, Super Bowl week. But we are gaining on a week to signing day, and we've got a lot of conversations that we're going to talk about around the country, as well as, uh, obviously, in the ACC with a little bit of draft news and a little bit more information from Senior Bowl week, uh, some transfer information we're going to get to, um, recruiting news, lots of recruiting news. Uh, so, uh, a little again, a little bit of coaching news that we need to kind of recap from basically the past several days to a week. I want to remind you again that we are joining you every weekday, Monday through Friday. So, please spread the word. Uh, it is a college football show every day. We will focus on a conference uh, but we're going to start the the show every day with the a national spin with what's going on around the country in college football. And obviously that's going to depend upon the time of year. Right now it's going to be heavy, transfer portal, and recruiting-centric <coughs> Excuse me for some time. So we're going to get to that. Then we're going to get into, again, um, detailed, more detailed, ACC analysis. We're also going to get to your questions uh, off the top as well. So those of you that are sending questions can get to it. For those of you that don't have time to listen to the entire show, we encourage you to look at it and listen to it each and every day because there's going to be something for you. Even if it is ACC date, they may be SEC or Pac-12 or Big Ten or Big 12 information. So you want to sign up as we transition all five conference shows into one channel, go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Look for Landry Football's Conference Call. That's where you're going to uh, find all six podcasts. The the five major conferences, which will cover the group of five schools as well, smaller college schools kind of within the region. We are uh, also it's where you can get the NFL podcast as well. So check that out. This podcast is brought to you by our, our good friends at 401k Generation. Eddie Rojas and his crew are the experts in financial planning, financial services. They are the ones that can answer your questions. Are you doing the right things to meet your financial goals? Uh, what are your options? Uh, a lot of things that go into proper planning it just doesn't happen, folks. You've got to have a plan. Having somebody to coach you through it is what you want. 
They're licensed in all 50 states, so they can help you regardless of which state you're listening to. Give them a call or a text today at 1-866-998-5879. Reminder about LandryFootball.com. Still got our 50% discount holiday special going. Uh, We always say we like to touch on the topical things, but we can't get to all the detail. That's where you can get uh, LandryFootball.com can give you the rest, give you the details. If you like what we give you here, a lot more information, a lot more detail over over at LandryFootball.com. So, the biggest news probably, and I put out some posts yesterday that I think you're going to like, first of all, for pro football fans and NFL fans, uh, uh, lots of different looks, different angles from the Senior Bowl. In our notebooks, uh, we also also put together for you um, the players that are the top 300 players by grades in the country for the class of 2021 recruiting class. We've got the highest graded, the blue grade, the high um, red grade, and the red grade players. We've got those up for you. Uh, Scouting profiles where they've signed or committed to. And I've also put together a special post that tells you where the top uncommitted players could end up. And it'll give you list of the guys that are in the top 300 that either have committed but are wavering or not committed and what's kind of happening. And we're going to keep you up to date as we do every day in our notebook. So check that out. But I want to touch on a couple of things. Probably no story. There is a story maybe that kind of headlines recruiting each and every year. And this year, it's without a doubt Zachary Evans. Outstanding running back out of Texas. Maybe the best running back in the country that I saw in film. Um, Signed with Georgia back in December. Georgia didn't hand in his NLI, so National Letter of Intent. He's had some off-the-field issues. Doesn't seem like necessarily a bad kid, but boy, has he caused a lot of problems from a maturity level, and I think a lot of people are vetting the pro versus con, the talent level that is so unique, so great, relative to the headache that he potentially could cause. So where is he headed? Is he going to A&M? Is it LSU? Is it Ole Miss? Is it Tennessee? Is it who he visited with the good weekend a visit this week? Ole Miss. And that being like a, a perfect marriage between he and um, and Lane Kiffin. Uh, maybe take an official visit to USC. I've got more details on the Houston native in the recruiting notebook about kind of where things might be headed and what to look for this week. I think this weekend and where he goes is going to tell us where he might end up, and it might surprise you. So check that out. Um, we also mentioned to you last week, over in our notebook, gave you a heads up that this was coming down the pike, um, that Bo Pelini was the, very interested in the LSU defensive coordinator job. And 
LSU was certainly looking at a few different options, but Bo was very high on their list. And it looked like while uh, a couple of other folks were vetted and didn't quite work out as they thought it, it um, it looked like, as we said a week ago, that Bo Pelini and LSU was go- were going to be a marriage again. Um, of course, he's been the head coach at Youngstown State, where he's from. He was uh, the defense coordinator at LSU under Les Miles when they won the national championship before he left to go take the head job at Nebraska. And his job at Nebraska looks a lot better now when you look at what has happened since then. Toughness, aggressiveness. Um, So that's where LSU's headed and where Bo is headed. Um, One of the things that I want you to check out in our recruiting notebook is maybe the best player um, in the country. Still, I'm talking about Zach Evans, but right along with him, what we call a blue-grade player would be equivalent of a five-star guy. Zach Evans is another one with the -the off-the-field issues. But there is one that is an interesting storyline that as we get towards uh, a week signing day is Jordan Birch of Columbia, South Carolina, uh, Columbia Hammond. He's committed to South Carolina, but look out for LSU. Uh, it it looks like as we are taping this, as you're, we're dropping this on Tuesday morning, it looks like it's going to be LSU. And we'll keep you up to date. This is, as they say, a fluid situation. But uh, it's always interesting. And when I was a recruiting coordinator, we always like to get the guy last. And so South Carolina is trying their best to get Birch in for a visit this coming weekend. And you get him in last, you feel like, you know, as they're wavering, you know, the last guy that gets him is where he wants to go. This would be a little interesting to see how this plays out. It's going to be LSU or South Carolina, but probably in that order. So you can check out again the remaining top players. Um, <clears throat> Avante Williams, is Florida going to hold on to him? Broderick Jones. Georgia-Auburn situation. Malik Hornsby and McKinney Jackson. Ashton Clayton. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Demon Clowney. Uh, Tyke- who's going to, going to Ole Miss now. Tykees Crawford and Michael Drennan and Kevontre Bradford and Alfred Collins. Uh, Demetri Crenshaw and Carlos Dixon, C.J. Dixon, uh, Darvin Hubbard, um, Jalen Suggs and Marquise Bell and Cedric Van Pran and Malachi Weidman and Jamin Gibbs, all guys that are top 300 players in the country. We've got updates, and those are the ones that to be focused on that have either not committed or have committed but possibility of being flipped late. So we've got updates on every single one of those guys, as well as, again, a complete breakdown of every player in the top 300, you can learn more about them. And obviously, most of them have signed in December or committed. You get to know a little bit more about the players that you signed. Of course, as you know how this works, when you're dealing with a lot of the services, and I think they do a great job, all these recruiting services, they provide you with a little bit of the, boy, this class was great, great, great. Everybody's class is great. Look, we evaluate the players and how they fit, and then then you can get a feel for yourself, how good of a class 
where your team may have missed on players, where they may have gotten an edge here or there. So uh, it, it comes down to evaluating players, and it's one thing to just gather information and throw stars by the name, but what does it really mean? Who can really play? And give some information on the players that what led you to that. Give you the film room breakdowns on these guys. So you can check it all out at LandryFootball.com today. So <clears throat> got a question that I want to get to, and um, and it is something I have addressed in another forum, but I hope uh, those of you didn't hear it, I want to address it. hope Peter, Peter is a great fan and a great member of LandryFootball.com. He's a big Syracuse fan. Uh, very, very knowledgeable. Great questions, great thoughts always on Twitter, which you can follow me at LandryFootball. Or if you got, again, you got a question or a comment you want to send to me over at LandryFootball.com. Um, and Peter uh, is asking about the Zach Arnett situation. And Again, those of you that listen to this podcast and are familiar with LandryFootball.com, this has been you know, about a week or so old but it's uh, in terms of the news. But Zach Arnett took the defensive coordinator job at Syracuse a couple of weeks ago. Um, shortly thereafter, a week or so, 10 days, if that, left to for the same job at Mississippi State. And, you know, Peter's asking, you know, he says he knows it's a business, but you think he did Dino wrong. Um, and and my thoughts are this. Um, it's always difficult, particularly if it's a lateral move. Now, if you take a job, if you're Todd Orlando, get fired from Texas and go to Texas Tech as the linebacker coach, and then a few days later, a week later, you get offered a coordinator job somewhere like at USC, well then, of course, it's an upward move. Um, a a move from one coordinator spot to another coordinator spot may be lateral in responsibility, but it may be an upward move in college, more so than the NFL. You you can people may laugh and say this, but you can take you know the Bengals or whoever you think's a bad organization in the NFL, and you're making a move from coordinator there to a coordinator for the Patriots. It's considered a lateral move. I mean, it's NFL. College football is quite a bit different. Look, I I have a lot of respect for Syracuse. I, I think probably most coaches would consider the Mississippi State job better. However, you know, it, it really is the beauty of the eye of the beholder. It came down to money. I'm pretty sure, and I don't know this for certain, Peter, but I I would think that Zach went to Dino talk to him about it, and I think he had Dino's blessing. Dino may not have liked it, but I think he probably gave him his blessing. That's my guess. Uh, I, I think if he didn't handle it that way and he just kind of pulled one over Dino or not pulled one over but, you know, didn't communicate with him, then I got a problem with it. And I don't think that happened. I have no reason to believe it didn't happen. Um, but, you know, certainly he's a good coach. Uh, you ask about where's uh, Dino going from there, working on it. Um, when he has some details uh, that uh, we're going we're gonna to keep you up to date, obviously, uh, on that at LandryFootball.com. Once we have it, I'd tell you if I uh, knew for certain. I know they're looking at a lot of people, um, but uh, some of it's speculation. Some of it's just 
in the process of evaluation. They may be a little bit further along, and quite frankly, um, I've got to do a little bit more work on that. Senior Bowl last week, Super Bowl this week, um, recruiting <clears throat> a week. I've, I've got to, you know, uh, follow back up on that for you, Peter, and we'll do so. Um, getting into some ACC news, want to get into some draft information, um, evaluations at the Senior Bowl. Um, North Carolina defensive lineman Jason Stobridge, uh, I thought did a really good job. was criticized a little bit by some of my scouting brethren, but as I explained to him, I, kid's got power hands. He's got 33-inch arms. He can stand in his blocks, and he can really push the pocket. Uh, I thought he showed good, quit, uh, good, good feet, and he was uh, – was pretty quick closing. So I thought he did a pretty nice job and helped himself a little bit. Uh, we do cover, again, within the region, not all ACC, but uh, keep your eye out and remember the name Kyle Duggar. He's a safety from Lenore Ryan. Uh, he's really instinctive, which is such a huge factor. This is a Division II school. Does a really good job in coverage. Thought he did a good job mirroring back, mirroring backs and tight ends. I, I thought he showed some burst out of his plant and drive. Uh, his play recognition, his natural change of direction is really good. I think this guy can be a um, will backer and nickel, start at safety. Uh, remember that name. He's You're going to hear it on draft weekend. So, And we're going to have, um, again, for our members at LandryFootball.com, another reason why you want to join us is we're working through this as it comes, folks, and, and as teams do it. As get the Super Bowl out of the way this week and <clears throat> breaking that down, working on NFL free agency boards and scouting reports, NFL draft boards and scouting reports as the Combine's coming up. And you're going to get detailed, more detailed scouting reports on guys like this, and every other player that's going to be draftable <clears throat> and even undrafted free agents over at LandryFootball.com. Wake Forest tackle Justin Heron was moved to guard as at, at the Senior Bowl, and that's where he needs to play. He's, he's a little bit light at that level, so he needs to get a little bit stronger. But I think that, you know, moving their position versatility is king, folks. If you're not an elite tackle, you need to – have position versatility, and I thought that was a good opportunity for him this week. Did a good job. Some transfer news that you probably heard of, but just a reminder from this past week, former Virginia Tech redshirt senior Damon Hazleton has transferred to Missouri as a graduate. All ACC honorable mention this past year ended the transfer portal, so it's a good get for Eli Drinkwitz and his staff. Miami graduate senior defensive uh, and Scott Patchen entered the transfer portal as well. He's looking for a six-year of eligibility. We talked about him last week, but wanted to give you a reminder on that in this ACC podcast. Um, Miami freshman running back Don Chaney is uh, not in the transfer portal, but he's going to be limited to non-contact work in the spring. He had minor shoulder surgery, 5'11", 195, banged up his shoulder in the All-American Bowl at the beginning of January. So he's a young kid that's not going to be able to get in the early work physically. 
Um, Jaron Williams, we knew that was going to happen right once Derek King came in. We talked about that a little bit. He's moving on. We're going to see where he transfers to. Pitt redshirt freshman quarterback Joey, uh, Joey Yellen is um, applying for a transfer waiver that will allow him to play for the Panthers in 2020. The 6'3", 220-pound uh, um, uh, guy battled Jalen Daniels for the ASU uh, Arizona State starting quarterback position throughout fall camp. Um, but it's really good with three-star player coming out. And uh, so this will be interesting. I think would I think work well under Mark Whipple's offense. So I'm hoping for Pitt's um, sake that Joy Yellen can get uh, uh, immediate eligibility there. Former Florida State junior wide receiver Treshawn Harrison's uh, has transferred to Oregon State. He's enrolled in school. It's a good little addition. Is Jonathan Smith Smith has done a good job with their receivers there. Done a good coaching job. Period. Um, they're missing – you're losing some receivers, so he's got a chance to help them pretty early. Um, curious to see where Chase Bryce ends up. He's the transferring Clemson redshirt junior. I know he's spoken with Vanderbilt, but he's just in the early process. Central Florida's kind of been labeled as a possible landing spot with um, Jeff Scott moving on there. Boston College redshirt junior wide receiver Colby White pulled his name out of the transfer portals. That's really good. He was the most efficient receiver for them last year, the best in the red zone for him, 6'1", turn it pounds. I explored some options the past week. Could have been immediately eligible, but he's headed back to Chestnut Hill uh, with White and Zay Flowers and Ethan Williams. Um, they've got a shot at landing Michigan transfer Tarek Black. That it could actually go from a very mediocre to below receiving core to a good win in 2020 if they get some breaks. Uh, some Connecticut news, again, outside conference in the region. The senior safety Tyler Carls, uh, Coyle is headed to the transfer portal, as is safety O'Neal Robinson, as is guard Cam DeGeorge. Um, Virginia Tech junior wide receiver uh, Ezekiel Grimbley is going to transfer. Um uh, of course, uh, Jacoby Pinckney's entered the transfer portal. Uh, he's more of the, the guy that can be an immediate impact guy. Uh, it's a tough loss more with him um, than with Grimsley, but uh, losing a couple of guys of that ilk are tough. Um, they also lose Caleb Stewart, who's going to transfer. Uh, he um, He's looking for more playing time, and that's the reason why he's moving on. North Carolina State redshirt freshman uh, defensive lineman Joseph uh, Bolatabi has entered the transfer portal. Started the first um, game against East Carolina, but spent most of his time on the bench looking for more PT there. Eastern Carolina redshirt junior tackle Mac Morgan has left the team. He was a 10-game starter last year. Uh, he hasn't entered the transfer portal as of yet, but I expect him to do so. Former Temple redshirt senior defensive end Quitney, uh, Quincy Roche has transferred to Miami. Um, so it's a good get for them. Obviously, they got Derek King. Um, uh, Roche can really come off the edge and rush the passer. Uh, he's a really good-looking player. like the, the toughness that he's played. The, I think they've got a couple of good players uh, in the transfer portal uh, at Miami. So uh, they're going to need it to pay out this year in Coral Gables. Um, 
recruiting news. Florida State received a big verbal from three-star athlete Corey Wren. They've got a big one from three-star tackle Robert Scott. They flipped him from Ole Miss. Good players. I think Wren is very underrated. I think he's only three-star because of his size. As I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, this guy could play in the slot, can be a, a wingback. He's got a lot of speed. Um, I think he's he's definitely a playmaker. you got to know how to use him and have a plan for him, but this guy's a playmaker. I think he can do some things in the return game as well. Um, Scott's a big tackle, Conway, Arkansas native, really good player. One of the top um, five prospects in the state of Arkansas, one that, uh, you know, Arkansas needs to keep in state with their coaching change. It's understandable. Florida State getting a, doing a good job there uh, with Mike Norvell and his connections in that state's big. Clemson got a verbal, a big verbal from four-star. Uh, they recruited a different level than anybody uh, in the ACC, certainly, and quite frankly, as good as anybody in the country. Uh, four-star wide receiver Bo Collins in the 2021 class, typical Clemson-looking receiver. Go to Bellflower, California, get him away from – Oklahoma, Ohio State. I mean, it's amazing. USC's not even in the mix. This is this an indication of that problem there. It's just incredible. But Clemson gets him. Uh, uncommitted four-star running back from 2021 class, Will Shipley, took an unofficial visit to Clemson over the weekend. Uh, so good get for them, uh, a good uh, visit with them. He didn't commit, but they are making some headway. North Carolina and North Carolina State and Notre Dame and Stanford um, are in it on the Matthews, North Carolina native, but this is usually the type of guy that Clemson's been able to get. This kid's got uh, really good academics and may have uh, an interest in North Carolina and Notre Dame and, and Stanford as a result. So we'll see if they can get it done for Shipley. The history of backs at Notre Dame and particularly at Stanford uh, with his academics, um, going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And also, Clemson uh, over the past week received a verbal commitment from five-star defensive end, the 2021 class, Corey Foreman. They basically wrapped up their 2020 class. But Foreman um, had – Clemson had their big junior day over the weekend. So this is where all of this stems from. Um, just just an outstanding, good-looking edge rusher, 265 pounds already. I mean, this guy looks like a big-time edge rusher already. Boston College got a verbal from three-star defensive back Giovanni Holmes, um, guy that can play safety, uh, play corner. He's a lanky, long guy from Cleveland. Um, it's somebody that Jeff Halfley had a connection with. So good for them. I was able to convince him. Um, the top 75 prospect in the state of Ohio. It's going to be pivotal for Jeff and his staff to be able to find guys, particularly in his background state, that can be good fits. Maybe, you know, a lot of those guys don't want to be Buckeyes, but you got to make sure that they're not going uh, to Michigan State or Cincinnati or Iowa. Uh, you got to you got to try to get your, you know, your share of guys uh, because – in the Northeast, uh, it's you've got to do your, your work there, but you've got to spread out a little bit more unless you're going to really start to terrorize New Jersey <clears throat> in Pennsylvania. You're going to have a hard time unless you can can uh, increase your footprint recruiting-wise. And Jeff's at least off to a good start. Georgia Tech 
Got a verbal from three-star athlete, 2021 class Jamal Haynes. Just committed to Georgia Tech on Sunday. 5'8", 170, um, from Loganville, Georgia. As uh, a slot receiver, um, good returner, um, top 60 player in the state of Georgia. Good get for them, a speed get for them. Three-star defensive end, Clark Larkin, Larkins. This is uh, out of the 2020 class. <coughs> Pardon me, has 6'4", 230. One of the best defensive end recruits yet to commit. His committed to North Carolina State. Um, they've really done a good job of developing front seven players. They were able to sell them on that, so good for them. Also, um, Wake Forest gets uh, 2021 receiver Jackson Hensley. Um Looked like he was headed to the Ivy League. Get offers from Yale and Penn and Harvard and Columbia. Um, But he's opted to go to Wake Forest. So it's the fourth wide receiver commitment. Had good receivers at at Wake Forest in the past. They've lost a few to graduation. North Carolina's got a verbal from four-star linebacker in the 2021 class. Linebacker Power Eccles. Um, One of the best inside linebackers in the class. Um, He's uh, a local kid. Plays in uh, Charlotte. Uh, for uh, Vance High School, um, Penn State, Tennessee, Virginia really liked him. This kid can really run. Good get for Mack and his staff uh, um, uh, to get this guy. Jalen Kitna, you remember John Kitna? This is his son, three-star quarterback in a 2021 class. He's decommitted from Boston College. Um, had committed to BC back in August. He's backed off that pledge. We'll see how this plays out. He's 6'3", 168. He's gotten some uh, interest from Florida and Tennessee and Colorado. So it sounds like his stock is rising, and he just wants to reopen his recruiting and see uh, see what else is out there. Miami also received a verbal from three-star wide receiver Keyshawn Smith, 6 feet, 165. He originally was going to Washington State, signed his NLI, but he was given his release after Mike Leach left Washington State, become the head coach at Mississippi State. So he has gone to Miami, um, and he can contribute early. He's got to put a little weight on. But, um, you know, it's a good fit in terms of their speed set and his speed cuts, what Rhett Lashley wants to run in his offense. So we shall see there. Some coaching news. Appalachian State hired. Louisville Quality Control Assistant Nick Cardwell to serve as offensive assistant. He played his college ball at App State. This is his fourth coaching stint with uh, Appalachian State. He spent 2019 uh, with Scott Satterfield, Satterfield at Louisville. North Carolina State has hired Freddie uh, Audrey Lindsay to be their new nickel corner coach. Is a former four-year uh, with, uh, letter winner, two-year starter at linebackers, uh, linebacker for NC State. Uh, 11 years coaching experience, really good recruiter. And um, so congrats to him. Worked at uh, Campbell University. Good young coach. Uh, happy for guys like that to get their opportunity. Miami senior analyst Joel Rodriguez uh, is going to go to Florida International as the offensive line coach. He wasn't in the official on-field coaching capacity last year. Served as a senior analyst. Did more behind-the-scenes um work so he gets a a good get for them and I mentioned earlier in Peter's question uh, Syracuse defense coordinator Zach Arnett is going to Mississippi State in the same capacity Um, he um, you know we'll we'll see how this plays out they were 
Um, Arnett served as um, the defense coordinator at San Diego State. <clears throat> so there was a, a obviously a big change there at San Diego State with Rocky Long moving on. Rocky's actually uh, – Long's going to actually go to New Mexico. Florida State last week hired uh, – late last week, mid to late last week, hired Auburn defensive back coach Marcus Woodson to serve in the same capacity. Um, you know, you know they lost T.J. Rushing to A&M. So um, this was uh, was a good get for them. Um, he and Norvell worked together at Memphis during the 16 and 17 seasons. And early, I think early to middle last week, we told you, not only in this podcast but on LandryFootball.com, that while he was a candidate, Virginia offense coordinator Robin and I had taken his name out of the Y head coaching search. Um, was he told, and this is how coaching searches work, folks, it could have been that he was told that they were going to go in a different direction, i.e. Nick Rolovich, and therefore took his name out. Or, and then you allow guys to do that, or they really wanted him in his Hawaii background and he decided to stay and then they decided to go with Rolovich. So um, I, I don't want to speculate. I think I have an idea. But Robert uh, staying at Virginia is good. Uh, for Bronco Mendenhall, and and certainly like the Nick Rolovich hire for uh, Hawaii. Louisville has hired Southern Miss linebacker coach Derek Nicholson to serve as inside backer coach. He arrives at Louisville after spending uh, four seasons at Southern Miss. He coached defensive line during his first two years before being promoted to co-defense coordinator, moved to linebackers. It's going to be a second stint at Louisville, served as linebacker coach in 2014. So a lot of experience, knows the program, Good recruiting area, so good move for um, Scott uh, Satterfield over there at Louisville. Duke hired Florida quality control analyst Greg Fry as offensive line coach. He's a veteran offensive line coach. He worked with um, uh, the big guys at South Florida, West Virginia, Indiana, Michigan, Florida State. He spent uh, the past campaign as an analyst on Dan Mullen's staff. Um, Duke's offensive line has struggled the past couple of years, so they're hoping that – uh, he can uh, help get things going. So congrats to Greg there. Uh, a reminder again uh, about 401k Generation, bringing you this podcast and all of our podcasts. They are the financial service professionals, and we want you to give them a call. Send them a text. Tell them that you heard about them right here on part of the Landry Football's conference call package of podcasts. All you need to do is call or text at 1-866-998-5879. They can help you with any financial questions. Get a financial checkup. That's what we always advise. You know, you may have a good plan. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't cost anything to get a financial checkup. Find out what they're all about. You're going to like them. We do. License in all 50 states. Call or text anywhere in the United States. one 866 Nine nine eight five eight seven nine. Just got a question. They can help you with that. That's what they're there for. Can we help you promote your business? Well, we're looking for good fits. If you feel you and your business are the right fit and want to get the word out about your business, contact us today. Go to LandryFootball.com. Hit Contact Chris on the top bar. Send me an email. TJ will be in touch with you and discuss it further. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go to get all the detailed film room analysis. So let me just tell you again what we got going on. It's 
so busy this time of year. During the football season, it's all ball. I mean, oh, yeah, there's some recruiting news, and you know, and you, you certainly are charting guys and grading guys for the draft. But it's about the college season. It's about the NFL season. It's about the games last week. It's about the games coming up this week. As we got to this transition period, a lot of coaching changes. That's simmering down, but there's still a little bit of assistant coaching movements. But we got that covered for you in our notebooks every day. But we are obviously finishing up the NFL season with the senior with the Super Bowl. We've got the breakdown of the Super Bowl from every aspect imaginable. And we're going to finish it up with a detailed preview and a pick for you over at LandryFootball.com. We've got signing day. That's going to be a week from Wednesday. So we put the Super Bowl to bed. And just a couple of days later on Wednesday, we're going to have signing day. Well, you're prepared for that because you've got film room grade reports on the top 300 players in the country for this 2020 class, most of which have already signed or committed. But you've got the details, not only where they're going, but more importantly, something about them, what to expect um, from them. And the ones that haven't committed or signed, we can tell you maybe where they might go. And we kind of consolidated that in our post that we put up on uh, Monday where the top uncommitted players could end up. And then, of course, we've as we've talked about in this podcast and others, Class of 2021 is underway. We've got a scouting notes on the top 100 prospects. And as I go through this, just to give you an idea, if you're a member of LandryFootball.com, what we've got coming up for you. So you do more and more work. Yeah, looking at sophomore high school tape, looking at more tape. Summertime, we're going to be breaking down best players in the country by regions, by state. So you're going to get a – and I'm not just – well, this is Johnny Five Star. this – you can go and find out who the best players are in each region, in each state, and something about them, what makes them a prospect, and kind of where they are at that point, and um, who they're considering. So we're going to have in-depth details that you're not going to get on other websites. Oh, you can get who's visiting and all that, and everybody's great, and everybody wants this guy. You want to truly know who the players are. Study them before they come into your school. Because, you know, you get sold a bill of goods, as you know, about how great these guys are. And very often they're misgraded, misevaluated, because the people that are doing it are just gathering information. They're not qualified evaluators of talent. So we've got it covered on the recruiting end. Oh, but, you know, as we put the Super Bowl to bed, been working on free agency lists, free agent scouting reports. That's all coming up with the free agent boards and free agent scouting reports. Uh, and what teams are doing um, as the league year is going to start in um, in not too you know uh, uh, long coming now after the Super Bowl about a month um, you're going to tag uh, who's going to remain with the team Philip Rivers Pierce clearly not going to be with the Chargers where is he going to end up we're going to have all that information for you but more importantly. How guys graded this past year? What are you really getting? Where's the real value in free agency and who you need to avoid? We're going to have all that for you by following our our free agent boards and our free agent agent scouting reports. And, of course, our draft boards um, where we will not get, oh, here's the top five linebackers. You know, that doesn't mean a thing. How does a guy grade? 
and what does the grade mean? And yes, we have them ranked, but you need to know where the cutoff point is, where the value is. How many first-round graded linebackers and safeties and corners and quarterbacks? You get to know that. You get to learn how a true draft board looks. We'll provide that for you, along with the reasons that they're there with detailed scouting reports that are draft room style. So you get access. So I'm going on and on here and bragging. I don't mean to do that, but really excited about what we got for you at LandryFootball.com. And you can get it at a 50% discount. Yes, I've got it extended a little bit longer, about 50% off if you sign up for a year. That's instead of $9.99 a month, that's, that comes out to four ninety nine a month. So for $5 a month, you can get access to your own scouting department, your own um, college coaching department. You get to know all about coaches, the players, as we like to say, if it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, we got it for you at LandryFootball.com. So check it out today. Take advantage of it. Spread the word. And spread the word about Landry Football's conference calls. Go sign up for that wherever you sign up for podcasts and tell your friends so they can get this podcast dropped to them each and every day as we bring college football to you five days a week. And we focus on a conference each day, but at the beginning of each show, we talk about college football on a national level. And, yes, we do an NFL podcast on Wednesdays as we work some things out behind the scenes looking to expand that. Uh, at least maybe to, to go Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. That's my hope as we got too much information to just rely on one day a week. So look forward to that as we will um, – that's going to also be, uh, again, where you can get it by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. You get them all there. And if you listen to the beginning of the show at least every day, you can find out the latest – uh, inside information and analysis around the world of college football nationally, and then get your full detail on your particular favorite conference. Check it out every day. Check out our NFL podcast. We're here with you. Check us out at LandryFootball.com. We appreciate you joining our family. That's what we consider you. I look at it as you're the owner, and I'm the general manager, and I'm here to provide for you uh, a look inside the game to make it more enjoyable for you and more educational and more entertaining. So uh, bless you and um, be safe. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on another edition of Landry Football's Conference Call. It'll be Big Ten and Beyond on Wednesday. Join us then.